going on, guys? Welcome in the Vikings now by Chad Sports. My name is Patrick Steepman, and welcome in. Coming up on today's show, we actually have a loaded show for you guys. We're going to be discussing the possibility of the Vikings possibly trading for Justin Fields. A very interesting topic right now amongst Vikings media member and fans. So I'll be giving you guys my thoughts on that. And then I also just want to give you guys an updated NFC playoff picture because we all know the Vikings did lose to the Bengals on Saturday, but they actually caught a good amount of breaks yesterday during Sunday's slate, especially with the good old Green Bay Packers losing to the Buccaneers. So I'll give you guys updated odds and actually tell you guys that, hey, Vikings still have a chance at the NFC North title. So we'll dive into that. And then also PFF dropped some contract projections for two key players on the Minnesota Vikings. Hint, hint, one of them is that guy right there, Kirk Cousins. So I just want to give you guys a rundown of what's coming up. But before we dive into the rest of today's show, if you guys want the Vikings to make the playoffs, I'm just asking for one thing. Go down there, drop a like on today's video. Don't jinx the Vikings, because even though this year has been up and down, nothing would make me happier than to see the Vikings wildcard weekend standalone game. All the NFL watching us, and with how weird it's been in the league this year, I wouldn't be shocked if a somehow shocking team comes out of either conference or there's just some magic in the playoffs. So if you guys want the Vikes to make the playoffs, show me, show that team, show the rest of this fan base by going down there and liking today's video. Let's dive into it. What would a Justin Fields trade look like for the Minnesota Vikings? And listen, this is just coming off of, I've heard a lot of Vikings fans on Twitter saying, you know, what if we trade for Justin Fields with obviously the Bears having the number one pick in the NFL draft? And listen, they have a decision to make around the quarterback because we know there are two top uh, top prospects that we have seen in a recent memory in Drake May and Caleb Williams coming out this year. Caleb Williams is generational. Drake May is generational. And the Bears right now, they do have the first overall pick in the NFL draft with the Carolina Panthers just being absolutely terrible this year. They got a decision to make. Will they keep Fields or will they draft another quarterback? And listen, I do think the Bears, I think Fields has been good this year. But by no means has he been great. And I think he is just a typical highlight type of player where it's like, yeah, you'll see the fancy highlights on Instagram. But if you watch game to game with him and you really kind of uh, judge his complete game instead of just a couple of key plays, I, I don't really think he could be, you know, that guy yet in his NFL career to go lead a team throughout a full playoff run because it's still those moments where it's like third and eight, you know, the it's late in the fourth quarter. You need a guy to pick up a big time third down and sometimes that's just hitting a dude on an out route for 10 yards and I don't know if Fields really necessarily has that consistent enough in his game just yet but man he's put up some good numbers this year 14 touchdowns to eight picks from the passing side of things he's got 488 rushing yards with two rushing touchdowns and the completion percentage has gone up this season but my overall take with Fields is he's an incredibly inconsistent player but he needs a strong support system around him uh I don't necessarily think there is too much of a difference between, you know, maybe a guy like Jalen Hurts and Justin Fields. Obviously, Jalen Hurts is way more developed. He's got a lot more talent around him. He's just got in a way better system. But I don't really think just talent-wise, there's really that big of a difference. They're both elite runners. Fields, um, I mean, Hurts obviously throws a better deep ball. He's obviously more consistent with throwing the rock right now. But really, I don't think there's that much of a difference. I think a lot of it is just the support system that he has in Philly. And from the Viking side of things, well, I think the Vikings could offer a great support system for Justin Fields. And I've been kind of saying this a lot, dating back to even uh, 
when I was talking about the Vikings drafting a quarterback, whether I think we were talking about like Will Levis or, you know, trading up for Anthony Richardson. And I kept saying like the Vikings could offer these young QBs a very, very strong support system. Because like I said, you got Justin Jefferson. You got Jordan Addison. You got two. You got probably the best wide receiver duo for the next five years at least in Minnesota. You got a reliable tight end on top of that. TJ Hawkinson has turned around. His uh, season so far, he had a ton of drops, but he's been absolutely great living up to, you know, being a top five tight end in the league. Brian Flores, we obviously don't know if he'll be here in the future. He might get a head coaching job, but the defense, it's been very solid. You could tell Justin Fields or whatever quarterback it is, go get the 24, 27 points. We'll most likely win that game. And I know a lot of people have been critical of Kevin O'Connell and myself included. We were talking about him being on the hot seat on yesterday's show, but he is still, I believe, a good coach, and he's a young off- offensive uh minded guy and I just think having an offensive minded head coach with a young kind of developing quarterback just means a lot uh, to their development so hey Vikings if you were to trade for Fields I think it could end up working out and I didn't even mention you got guys like Christian Darisaw you got a franchise franchise left tackle so I don't know very interesting to see if the Vikings would ever pull a trigger on this or if the Bears would ever trade him in the division but it's something to definitely keep your eyes on for and honestly it's something I may be uh, interested in but let me know would you trade for Justin Fields, give me a T for trade or give me a P for pass down in the comment section. It obviously depends on price. Let's just say the Vikings don't have a better option at quarterback and you're saying, we'll take a flyer. We'll toss you a second and a third for Fields. I might do it, but this would be the pin comment on today's video. So give me a T for trade or give me a P for pass. I do want to dive into the NFC playoff picture because, hey, even though the Vikings lost, they're still sitting pretty at that sixth seed right now because they got a ton of help from teams like the Packers losing this weekend. Uh, with the Bears and Giants losing, kind of eliminates them from the playoff run. But Atlanta losing to the Falcons, which was big, kind of eliminates them um, from the playoff run as well, considering the Vikings do have the tiebreaker over them. The Saints won, but again, the Vikings have the tiebreaker over them as well. And then Seattle. Seattle's 6-7, and seven, but they're taking on Philly tonight. So, honestly, the playoff picture you see right here, I think this is going to be the playoffs uh, if it all goes smoothly. Obviously, the Vikings got to take care of Biz, but... Right now, New York Times, they have the Vikings as a 55% chance to beat the or to make the playoffs as it stands right now. But if they were to beat the Lions on Christmas Day, it goes all the way up to a 78% chance. That's with no help at all. So the Vikings, you beat the Lions this weekend, you have a very good chance to make the playoffs. Now let's say this. What if you say, oh, there's no way the Vikings can't compete with the Lions. They just can't compete with them on the field. They're going to get blown out. Okay, I hear you. Let's just say the Vikings lose to the Lions twice, but beat the Packers. They will have a 59% chance still to make the playoffs. So there's one game that we are got to be all in for. Where it's a playoff game, it's going to be Sunday night football versus the Green Bay Packers, Vikings-Packers, New Year's Eve night. A lot of playoff odds and just a lot of playoff chances are on the line. And now you may be saying, well, what if we split with the Lions and beat the Packers? Well, you're pretty much going to make it. It will be almost a 100% chance um, to make the playoffs. So if you, you can't control your own destiny with making the playoffs, you just go two for three, get to nine and eight. The Vikings have a very, very good chance to do so. But now what about the NFC North? So the Lions last three games. We, we'll start off with the Vikings. Vikings obviously go Lions, Packers, Lions. Well, the Lions go Vikings, um, Cowboys, Lions. Well, the Cowboys are coming off a tough loss to the um, Buffalo Bills. So they're going to be a hungry football team. And maybe they're sitting there thinking, we just need to 
beat the crap out of Lions and get right, and they're going to be a hungry football team, and the Lions could lose that. But to say the Vikings shocked the world and beat the Lions twice, the NFC North is still ours. But I do think that's incredibly unlikely. Obviously, it would be the Vikings win out, and then the Lions will lose out. But, hey, I don't know. Those are the updated chances, though. I do think we're going to have a wild card game. Um, Vikings probably going on the road. Hopefully, it's in a place like Detroit rather than going to, you know, San Fran, Philadelphia, or uh, – you know, Dallas, but those are updated chances for the Vikings, but I want to get you guys involved. What chance do you give the Vikings to make the playoffs right now? The New York Times playoff predictor does have it at 55%, but let me know what percent chance do you give the Vikings to make the playoffs this season? Now, PFF dropped some contract projections for Kirk Cousins and Daniel Hunter, which we'll be getting into here in a second, so just stay around, uh, and you guys are definitely going to want to see this because there's actually some favorable contracts for those two but first i do got to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor and that is prize picks prize picks is daily fantasy sports and it is made easy all you got to do is pick two or more players then you're going to choose more or less on their projected stat types you guys can create a lineup and start seeing the cash roll in today but they do have a sweet deal they're calling it kick miss at prize picks and you can get five dollars for every field goal in the Philadelphia Eagles-Seattle Seahawks Monday night game. So, hey, if you guys want to add a little more juice to this game, definitely get involved right now. If you guys have never gotten involved in on prize picks, I think this is your chance, So, or this is definitely your chance. And if you place an entry with Jake Elliott or Jason Myers, you will qualify to get $5 for every field goal in the Philadelphia Eagles-Seattle Seahawks Monday night uh, football matchup. So make sure you guys do use that link, prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use that promo code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. I'll put that link for you guys in the comment section and description of today's show. So we're closing out today's show talking about PFS contract projections for Kirk Cousins and Daniel Hunter. So starting off with Kirk, they gave him a free agent comparison. They compared him to Phillip Rivers back in 2020 when he was leaving the Los Angeles Chargers and he obviously joined the Indianapolis Colts. So that's kind of what they're basing this off of. Honestly, I think Kirk at this stage is better than Phillip was in 2020, but, you know, that's not really uh, the point of all this. But contract projection for Kirk, a two-year deal for $60 million with 37 and a half fully guaranteed. And honestly, I'll just get right in my take. I am doing that in a heartbeat. Um, I know there's a lot of debate. There's a lot of debate. Should the Vikings bring back Kirk? And a lot of it's going to have to come down to money, but if you're going to get him for a two-year, $60 million deal, I think I would do that. And There's probably would be some option in that where they could get out of it after the first season, but I think you give Kirk another chance. You say, Kirk, you're the quarterback next season. We may draft a guy at the end of the first round, like a J.J., like a Jaden Daniels, Bo Nix, whoever it may be, but Kirk, you will be the starting quarterback once you fully come back from that Achilles. And, you know, I will tell you what, Kirk would be a perfect bridge quarterback for a young rookie QB you just got to think about how intellectual Kirk is how he prepares about the game just how he handles himself I think he would be a great role model for a young quarterback coming into the league so if that's the deal that uh Kirk and his agent or that they come to the Vikings and say will you accept this deal if I'm crazy I'm saying yes in a heartbeat because we've also seen the difference how bad this football team has been without Kirk on the offensive side of the field and it just kind of irks me because I still get back to this point where it's like I think the Vikings would have a chance this year Number eight didn't go down. But let's talk about Daniel Hunter. So they compared Daniel Hunter 
too. Jason Pierre-Paul back in 2017 when he got the bag, a little older in his career, but he was still coming off a great year. And this was a contract, contract projection that they gave to Neil Hunter. They said three years, $65 million, $40 million guaranteed. And again, I saw this deal and I was just like, Vikings, pull the trigger. You got to do this because this dude's been unreal. He's second in the league in sacks at uh, 15 and a half. Been great in the run game all year as well. And I just always get back to this point. It's just like, you got great players in this organization, especially at a primary position like Edge. Just don't let him go. Just don't let him go. Whatever he wants, three-year deal. I understand he's 29. He's had two pretty major surgeries, but he hasn't lost a beat at all this season. He's just a typical game wrecker. So I would bring back Daniel on that deal, no doubt, and I'm hoping the Vikings would too because 99 deserves to – he deserves to play his career out in Minnesota. I'll say that. I mean, he, he, he should be a Viking for life if they handle this correctly. But some other Vikings free agents that are out there. Obviously, you got Jordan Hicks, Marcus Davenport, um, DJ Wanham, KJ Osborne, Dalton Reisner. I don't expect any of these, or I don't expect Hicks or Davenport to be back. Honestly, I don't expect Osborne to be back either. I do expect them to bring back Dalton Reisner. He's talked about how much he's loved Minnesota and maybe even DJ Wanham. It's going to come down to see obviously what they do with Hunter if they draft a guy, but I don't expect Hicks or Davenport to be back or Osborne, and I expect the Reisner and Wanham to be back, but. Those are the uh, upcoming Vikings free agents on top of Daniil Hunter and Kirk Cousins. Well, let me ask you guys this. I want to end today's show with this question. If you guys had to pick one player to be bring back, would it be Daniil Hunter or would it be Kirk Cousins? You can only pick one. I know they're different positions, but I want to see what you guys uh, kind of would prioritize this offseason. Type 99 for Daniil or type 8 for Kirk Cousins. Thank you guys so much for watching today's edition of Vikings Now. I had to self-produce today's show, so if I was a little slower getting the graphic graphic, I appreciate your patience. But thank you guys so much. See you guys next time. Go Vikes.